Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and I'm the child bride Joseph Smith wished he had. Oh, my God. That's n- nowhere near true. Yes, Hi. it is. Fuck you. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name's Shane Smith, and I can totally fucking read, and there's no way I'm gay unless you're talking about how gay I am for girl pussy. <laughs> hey! Are you the Angel Moroni? I am. You nailed it. Thank you so much. I'm gay for pussy. Mm-hmm. Fucking not butts. Gay for pussy and God. <laughs> That's right. I'm fucking so gay for God. <laughs> so gay for God. Except for not as... That would be a fun shirt. Gay for God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it exists. Gay for God. Oh, hey, man. everyone. Welcome to Freaky Geeks Podcast. This is the first of a several-part series we're doing on the history of the Mormon Church. Well, so, I- I correct and incorrect. Please what? stop whatever you're doing right now. What? Well, this was supposed to be part two of our cults episode. Um, but the problem is that I got super into it. And I couldn't just do an episode on it. I had to do a comprehensive history of the beginnings of the LDS religion into the breakoff and the fall of FLDS. Yeah, yeah. Fundamentalist Latter-day Saints. The polygamists. So, so yeah, yeah. Polygamists who are in Utah, our version of the Amish, except for that there's a whole bunch of child ki- kid stuff. It's not good. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And- no carts. There are no <sighs> carts. There's just trucks, yeah. trucks and sex crimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's horrible. It's not fun. Yeah, but it's we bad. make it fun. Sure. We haven't really gotten. Is that to the, what the sad word? Part is yet. that what you want to say out yeah. loud? Yeah, we made it fun. We haven't <laughs> gotten to the super sad parts yet. So like. Yeah, it's, it's all been real silly so far. It's yeah. It's hard to like laugh when um like. I'll manage. You know, Warren Jeffs has a compound in Texas full of children. He's fucking. It's very hard to laugh. Yeah. But we'll still try. Yeah, yeah. We'll still try Um, to. Let's see. What do we want to talk about? You have a show this weekend. I do. Oh, so firstly, let's talk about Patreon. Everyone, more people than ever supporting us on Patreon. We appreciate you. We're more than halfway to picking me a tattoo. Yeah. I'm getting nervous. Do people know that that's a thing? So we... Shane set up a Patreon reward, and it's like after when we get a hundred people donating, he has to get a tattoo of yes. whatever we vote on. And my vote obviously is a portrait of O.J. Simpson, but no, we're why? halfway there. Oh my god! So every dollar counts. Yeah. Um. Uh, Rachel and I put out an episode last week. Which was kind of fun. Yeah, it's on Patreon. It's on we're Patreon. doing more Patreon episodes. Hopefully, we're gonna we're gonna read um, fan fiction, fan fiction soon on the on the Patreon. So. Also, if you have your own personal fan fiction, feel free to email it to us at freakygeekspodcast at gmail We could read that on Patreon. Oh, please! I would love it. I would love it as erotic as possible. Yes. And then you're getting your work of like writing out, and it's a win-win for all of us. Yeah. Um, speaking of Patreon, we have some new uh, subscribers, and we will shout you guys out now. Do you want to start us off? Yeah. Um, so I have Dax Hansen. All right. I think that we've already read Dax and Sweet well, Leaf Princess. fuck you. I have Thomas Lescombe. What about Kevin Smith? I don't even have a Kevin Smith. You don't have a Kevin Smith? I have Caitlin the fucking, Clements. The famous director of Clerks. 
who's a major fan of our podcast. Yep, that's totally him. I did meet him, and he said I was funny. And then I met, uh, what's his name? Jason Mewes, mm-hmm. and it made me very sad. Yeah, he's... I, uh, I spent a weekend with Jason Mewes, and it mm-hmm. was horrific. He's struggling. I've, just so you guys know how weird it was to spend time with Jason Mewes, I'm a huge fucking Kevin Smith fan. I love Jason Mewes as a, in the movies, as a character, as a guy. I like Kevin Smith's TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, was working with Kevin Smith for a weekend. Perks of comedy. I get to hang out with some kind of famous people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, hanging out, thinking, oh yeah, a whole weekend with Jason Mewes. Like, he wants to hang out. It's going to be great. It was so awkward. He was so weird. He kept smoking indoors. He was like neurotic and out of his mind. A lovely yeah. guy. Lovely guy, but just like I did not vibe with him socially to the point that I was literally hiding in the bathroom with my feet up as he came in like, Shane, are you in here? And I'm like fucking hiding like fucking that scene in Jurassic Park where the raptors are there and they're trying not to get found. I'm cross-legged holding my feet up hoping he doesn't see that I'm in the bathroom. You're a sad human. Oh my God. That's Do you, are you going to tell Jason Mewes? You're just like, dude, I can't hang out with you. You're too much right now. Yeah. Oh. He would probably be like, yeah, I know. You don't just do that much acid and are okay. He's a sweet guy. I think he was just like having a weird week or something. But I just. I think he's he, just having a weird life. He was so just like wound up and just awkward. And every once in a while, I'm just like socially in a place where I can't deal with that. Mm -hmm. And he wanted it just to be like, he wasn't trying to hang out with other people. He was like, just you and I, buddy. Nope. No way. False. Yeah. Not real. Not happening. Well, good call on that. What did, who's? I, Caitlin Clemens. Oh, Caitlin. Great name. Caitlin Clemens. I've always thought Caitlin was just kind of like a sweet, like a librarian's name. Librarians are named Caitlin. Yeah. I met a baby named Imogen today. No way. That's my favorite name. Imogen? Imogen. Yeah. Like if I was to be a, a Russian spy prostitute, my name would be Imogen Rose. Nice. It's close to Temujin, which is the name of Genghis Khan. See? The more you know. Yeah. Um. Oh, shit. We got a big swinging dick up in here. <laughs> Fucking Dalton Hubbard in the house. Voted most attractive person in the Freaky Geeks group. Voted most, just the most fuckable guy. Unanimous. It was a unanimous vote. It was impressive. I haven't seen that much democracy in a while. Just, give me that (laughs) dick, boy. (laughs) Nice DMX. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Are you going to make me say this super hard name? Yeah. Oh. Anthony. Frangipane? Wow. Frangipane. (laughs) Frangipane. He donated. He's doing $6.66. Like a fucking baller. Hail Satan. And he also posted on the Patreon, like, I'm just doing this so you fuckers can struggle with my name. And we did. We sure did. Frangipane? Frangipane? You know, I missed a perfect opportunity to try and mispronounce its first name and pretend I was confident on the last. (laughs) Oh, Anferny. <laughs> Frangipane. <laughs> All right. And then one last Hazen. Hazel. Or Hazel. I fucked that up. You fucked I up. have a friend named Hazen that I was thinking about. No, I'm don't. so sorry. You don't have friends. Hazel, I do have friends. <laughs> I'm so mad you Wow. Heard that. You're so fucked up. I love when I can sneak shit in and you don't hear it and then it's just for the listeners. Do you and know I... how much I tune you out? 
I do know, actually. <laughs> it's just I do know white noise, <laughs> and by white noise, I mean that's whatever comes out of white women's mouths. <laughs> white noise. So stupid. <laughs> uh, Hazel didn't Weatherall. There you go. Not weather a little. Not weather a bit. Weather Fuck all. You. <laughs> Fuck you. Stupid ass. <laughs> oh my god. So it's Pioneer Day today, July 24th, which Woo-hoo! is the day that Brigham Young brought a bunch of Mormons to Salt Lake and was like, this is the place. And we did not get to that in today's FLDS episode, but we will get to Shane doing shows this weekend. Yeah, I'm doing shows in Ogden, historic downtown Ogden at 8 p.m. Everyone come watch me. It's just two shows, just Friday and Saturday. Just Friday and Saturday. Yeah, it'll be great. So come on out. Uh, Those shows are all ages. So if you are a young person Mm -hmm. who wants to see my comedy, now's your fucking chance. Chris Hansen will be there. The 27th and the 28th. All right. Uh, Should be great. I'm very excited for those. Um, what else? I'm going to be in Montana on the 10th and 11th. If you're a listener in Montana, hit me up because Get out. I actually might be there? trapped in Montana on the 12th for a whole entire day with nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I will hang out with you. Yeah. I'm going to regret saying that, but I, I probably maybe will hang out with you. There you go. I probably won't hang out with you, but you should try just probably in case I maybe. want to. Probably maybe. Yeah. I might I might hang out with you is All, a good way to say Also, that. hey, are you a listener? No. Probably because you're listening to this. I'll be in... <laughs> Where are you going <laughs> with this? I'll probably be in LA for part of August also. So uh, if you're a listener in LA, uh, yeah. You can come see me do comedy probably at the comedy store and mm-hmm. other places. Great. I set up shows um, in January in Seattle. Oh. That's fun. You set up shows in Seattle in yeah. January? Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks for letting me know. What? It's so far away. Why? You're hearing now. You're the worst. Oh, you need you. to know what I'm gonna up to in January? Yeah. What if I want to go to Seattle? Not allowed. Well, apparently. Um, all right. If any listeners want to take me on a vacation, I will go with oh you. Oh, my God. I will hang out with you. If any listeners want to go to Seattle with me in January, unrelated to Shane, please let me know. I'll send you my private email. I don't get to go on vacation. I go on work trips. Yeah. I don't get to go on vacation because no one loves me and I'm poor. <laughs> so, if you can fill any of those criteria. <laughs> <laughs> okay what else do you want to talk about do you know who does love you or at least i know they love me it's murder of crows tattoo they don't love you no they do love they me don't love you. because they tattoo me so so good <laughs> it's great i love it they are the best at tattoos and if you want a tattoo you should go to murder of crows tattoo uh check out casey roy she's the artist who works there she's incredible you stupid bitch you fucked that up on accident i tried to play it off yeah i could tell by your dumb face and they won't be able to see it yeah no one can see my dumb face so anyway you should go get tattooed murder of crows tattoo please google them they're in north salt lake Mm -hmm. wonderful place it's Mm -hmm. where you i got my Geralt of rivia tattoo there which are three fans there's a shout out it's fucking dope 
yeah you the, got that recently and then like the week before i got um a little valkyrie on my leg thank you so much for the reviews on itunes yeah we got some super nice reviews on itunes except for heidi butterfly fuck you bitch if you're still here hate listening what you're a fucking weak ass cunt heidi butterfly just saying thumbs down i'd say one star and then like the thumbs down emoji like six times you're going to take all that effort because you know reviewing shit on iTunes is not easy. And you're going to take all that effort to just thumbs down emoji. Heidi Butterfly sounds like a lady who found the podcast, thought we were going to be about the TV show Freaks and Geeks. It was going to be wholesome. Mm-hmm. It was going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And then you immediately started talking about someone's butthole. That wasn't me. But Heidi Butterfly <laughs> and she is a was stupid hard fucking bitch. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Just roast us if you're going to give us a one star. I am curious. I mean, we, we say we don't know why people give us one stars. People clearly give us one stars because, one, they think we're offensive, or two, they think we're offensive. It's only because they think we're offensive. Are they offended because they think that we're problematic? Are they offended because they like Jesus? Both sides of the spectrum, not we'll a big fan of us. We'll never know because all they do is just one star. They don't take the time to review it. It's like this Heidi Butterfly will get on Panera Bread's Yelp and write a fucking short story about how they didn't have ice in their ice machine. Mm-hmm. But all she'll give us is a thumbs down emoji. Yeah, That's but- fucked up and you know it. Uh, Well, we stock our ice machine well and she knows that. So... Mm-mm. It's a problem for her. Uh, are you mad about anything else you want to yell about? No. Okay, cool. Stupid ass. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Everyone, uh, I don't think I have anything else to say. You can find me online at, at Shay Dozer, S-H-A-Y-D-O-Z-E-R. I post things on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook sometimes. You do. Some people think I'm silly. Some do. Some people message me and tell me they want to cut my head off. Some. Sometimes I get pictures of uncircumcised penises. Yeah, what flavor are you? Sometimes I get one single boob in an, in a picture. If someone's just telling you one single boob, I think it's more of like a doctor's concern. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do you see that mole? Is it weird to you as well? <laughs> That's what I think that is. Or they have a really wonky other areola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, we can't. It's we not can a good set. One. You just <laughs> want the one. Yeah. It's kind of like when you go to the DI and you're like, I want some golf clubs, but you're never going to find a good set. No. You're just going to get one. Those DI titties. Yeah. Those Salvation Army titties. Yeah, you can't so get them in a set. Salvation, you just get the one. The goodwill. <laughs> you got an eye titty <laughs> eye patch. <laughs> you get like a little thing. <laughs> And it covers a titty, mm-hmm. and you got the good titty yeah, out. Yeah. Then you make love. Yeah. And you're like the world's grossest pirate with your titty all eye patched up. You a pirate titty. You got pirate titties. Um, I changed my shit. I'm Noelle Fane now. We decided on that last name a while ago. F A E N. Noelle. N O E L L E. So, in summary, go to Murder of Crows Tattoo in North Salt Lake. They are mm-hmm. wonderful and f- will fulfill all your tattoo needs. Come see me do comedy in Ogden and Montana and possibly L.A. soon. Uh, Follow us online. Please support us on Patreon. Please give us reviews. Also, we love you so much. Enjoy this episode. It's super silly, and it's one of several, so I hope that you enjoy the topic. Yeah, I hope so. All right. Uh, Fucking hail Satan. Hail Joseph Smith.
Valley, and he said, this is the place. Yeah. Remember, is that how the story goes? Yeah. Yes, it is how the story goes. See? I know what's up. You nailed it. Thank That's you. That's the whole episode. Okay, cool. It's <laughs> a brief description Let's of what Pioneer Day is. Turn it off. Good job, everybody. We learned so much. Like this bullshit holiday that they treat better than the 4th of July, which I think is a little troublesome. Especially after all I know about Brigham Young in particular. Yeah, he, I mean, the Mormons were not a big fan of the United States because the United States was like, hey, probably don't. Fuck children. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, say what you will about the United States, but they've been very, very, I mean, like, they've been soft on, like, murdering indigenous peoples, Mm -hmm. killing Irish people, killing Italians. Mm -hmm. They've been pretty weird on, like, Hey, maybe kill British people. Mm-hmm. They've been pretty weird on like, hey, if you want to go to war with Canada, go ahead, everyone in Detroit. Yeah. You know, they uh, murdered a whole bunch of people in New Orleans and they mm-hmm. tried to take everyone's alcohol away. Yeah, they've they done did. a lot of stuff, but they've never been like, maybe fuck one kid and see how it feels. Yeah. yeah. No one fucked kids. I mean, I mean, well, no, no. A lot of people uh, fucked kids. Yeah. But the government as an entity has never been like, let's all try fucking kids. You know what they did do, though? They were like, we can't fuck them, but we should definitely have them work in coal mines. Yes. If we're not going to be having sex with them, let's at least put them to work. And that's even your opinion, man. Because there's like Pizzagate and that other FBI child sex ring scandal that I forget the name of. And you think this is endorsed by the United States government? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You don't just get it to the government without fucking a child, specifically a little boy. Come on. Come on. You know. I don't know. You know how this country works. You think Arnold Schwarzenegger had to fuck a child to be the governor of California? He was a puppet. He was a... You don't... Stop pretending like you know when you don't know. What's the name of the group? I'm blanking on it. The occult group. Bohemian Grove. Oh, Bohemian Grove. Ooh, that came to me. Oh, If God was real, he just put that thought in my head. Uh-huh. I lost it. And it was like, boom, there it is for you. Bohemian Grove. The pedophile ring. You spent a lot of time thinking about this? I mean, enough time. Anyway. <laughs> Any amount I mean, of time is too much time <laughs> to just be sitting thinking about pedophile rings. Not that I think it doesn't exist. I mean, obviously, human Are you denying Bohemian Grove? I don't know what it is. You know what it is. You I, know what it is. I don't. You're a fucking liar. We can't is go down Is it a grove this. in Bohemia? <sighs> no, it's like... It's like the pedophile version of like the Freemasons... Like, but it's all political people and people in power. You I thought people know. thought. I thought that people thought that the Masons were the pedophile version of the Masons. I mean, it depends on like which version of the truth you want to. I believe. listen. Here's the thing. I don't know what conspiracies molest children anymore. So I feel many. like they pepper it in there. Most They're just of like, them. did you know that before the planes flew into the twin towers, both those Boeing seven forty sevens molested kids? That's true. Yeah. 
I know. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. It's just like what? Where? Uh, I I just feel like they're throwing it in there. It's just like they throw aliens in. Aliens everywhere. Yeah, because they are. They just throw are some pepper, really, some aliens. You really don't sprinkle some aliens on top of this conspiracy the, theory. You Google. You know the aliens are raping people too. Yeah, they are. There's so much molestation oh in all of these conspiracies. I feel like you're trying to belittle me and Bohemian Grove as a whole, and I don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's real. Look it up. There's pictures of the p- yes of them doing weird occulty ass ceremonies. So that doesn't you like occulty ass ceremonies? Yeah, but it's all men and they're all touching little boys' genitals. I don't know about. I mean, I look at. Firstly, Shane. I'm not falling for your I'm trap to Google you. men looking at little boys' genitals. Stupid. You fucking creep. I hate you right now. You know. You know about boys. It sounds like you're a major player in you. the child molestation <laughs> ring. If you're on the internet internet looking for photos oh of grown God. men touching not grown men's genitals I hate do you, you not remember the episode where we were like hey everyone don't touch children yeah where we specifically yeah. gave a berenstein bears or fucking stein <laughs> there's a conspiracy i can get behind oh my god unless the bears were molested <laughs> I hate you right now. I know that you know about Bohemian Grove. I, I don't know that you know. I don't know. I know that you know. I don't. I hate this. Anyway, God, you're going to make me. Did you know that jet fuel this. burns hot enough to burn a little boy's penis? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Anyway, this is if you <laughs> so bad. I was saying. Let me talk about another cult. That mm-hmm. you might believe in, that I know you know about. Um, we're going to talk about LDS, the L- the Mormons, and more specifically um, FLDS. Mm-hmm. But there's like LDS means Latter Day Saint. Yeah, the Latter Day because Saints. the Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Because Mormons who are Latter Day Saints, that's another term for them. Latter day Saint they say Latter day Saints because they believe that there are living saints that are alive today. Yeah. There are actual apostles who really actually talk to God like God is like, yo, what up, my dog? But like every and time you like, say oh. really actually like heavy Yeah, finger heavy quote. I, I hope my tone of voice is conveying really how really Actually, they so, live here in Salt Lake City, there's Utah. There's apostles. I don't know if the apostles get to talk to do- God. I think I God think just like do. puts l- notes in their locker, and they're like, <gasps> yeah. he, he's real. And then the prophet actually talks to God, and God's like, what up, my dog? And the prophet's like, nothing much. I guess I just molest kids all day. Yeah. And then God's like, yeah. dope, that's what I'm about. Yeah. All, that's Why else would I make all those holes so tight? Mm-hmm. Listen, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I'm God. Go tell people to be Mormon. And then that's yeah. Mormonism in oh a nutshell. Oh my God, you nailed it! But they really you do believe that they anything. really do truly believe there's an actual grown man who really does speak. He has like the telephone wire to God. I know people say that the Pope has that. Yeah, but it's more of like a, the Pope is divinely inspired. The Pope has a dream about gay marriage and then wakes up and says, "I guess we're cool with it." No, no, for real. And then Catholics are like, he, the Pope's job is to interpret the will of God. Yeah, and by being voted into that position 
transition, God sort of like works through him. Yeah, I feel like and Catholics it, are more like it's spooky, reason- spooky. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I looked at the moon and it looks like a cookie, so we're no longer eating dairy. Like Catholics, it's weird symbolism. Catholics are very, very, very much going towards Judaism, where they're like, God inspired me. Heavy wink. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he's not real. Doesn't matter because I'm being spiritual. This is what I'm about. Wink, wink. Yeah, which is. I think in the long run, very good for us as humanity as a whole. I mean, I don't... No one has ever said that about the Catholics I know, right? Well, here's the thing. What are we going to... We can't get rid of them. I mean, Uh, we could. Over a billion, like, destitute people in third world countries believe in Catholicism, and they are not well educated, and Mm -hmm. the, the Catholic Church can say anything to them. Yeah. And then they will cr- actually really literally crucify someone once a year mm-hmm. thinking that it's God's will. Yeah. That's a thing that happens Gotta in South America. That, you know, bountiful harvest. They found that homeless guy and they're like, yo, you want to get crucified? And he's like, I guess, ca- can I have a dollar? And, and then they they're crucify like, him. You can have two. It's crazy. You have, have you seen videos dollars. of that? No, Fuck why would I watch shit. that? Because you watch horrible stuff all the time yeah, online. Yeah, I know, but it's tasteful horrible, not religious horrible. Not a homeless guy getting crucified for a ritual horrible. They no. really actually crucify. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, you know, Catholicism <laughs> taking Mormons, steps in the right direction. Let's let's give them their props, even the though they're a horrible believe. organization that should go away. Yeah. The Mormons actually believe there's a guy who isn't divinely inspired, who isn't wink, wink, God is real. They actually really believe there's a guy who's like got the fucking landline to God. Mm-hmm. He's actually hearing a, a like, this is God. Yeah. Or whatever God would yeah. sound like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is God. Oh, <laughs> perfect. My perfect. wife. <laughs> my, and he's just like, God, I, I know you're still stoked on Borat, but... <laughs> 2003 <laughs> was a long time ago. Have you tried watching Bruno? God's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't have... I don't have a direct TV. <laughs> <laughs> that got progressively better. Your, Thank you. Um, Borat impression. Isn't it? Okay. This is like not, this is I'm going off of my outline right now, but okay. cause like you have to think that when you get that high up, like profit level in not FLDS in the actual LDS church. So you're a billionaire. When now. you get, when you get exactly, when you get billionaire status, tax exemption, the fucking literal when you're direct li- line to God, quite you are literally there, all powerful in the eyes of millions of people. Yeah, when you are there, you know that it's all bullshit, right? You have to. It's like Scientology. When you get that high up, yeah, and you're that invested, and you have that much power, and that you know what I mean, like you know it's all bullshit. Once you get that high up, you can. You can be the prophet and lie mm-hmm. and use your power for not good, or you can be like someone else who could have had all that power and used it for evil, but ended up using it for good, like Dave Navarro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been Dave. goth king, yes. but instead he just lives his life and he swings on hooks yeah. during the inked. He- challenge he, or whatever he, d- he did get <gasps> crucified for our sins <laughs> he did Dave navarro did 
get crucified oh on a cross god. person. Oh my god, the best bit of live television of all time. I think about that all like, the time. Every the time, time I see something on TV, I'm like, how much better would this be if Dave Navarro was hanging from suspended hooks in his back and he came into frame, but they didn't know how to turn him, so he just <laughs> spun away from the camera and was like, I don't know what to do, <laughs> and was just talking to no one. <laughs> and then oh the camera god. had to pan away from him and then pan back as he slowly <laughs> swings out of frame because they they don't um, they didn't realize they couldn't control the contraption he was hooked to. And then one poor <laughs> fucking sound guy puts down the boom yeah, mic and tries just, to grab his speaker love, and turn no, it around. He's like pushing him with the boom mic. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get him to turn around so, so you can see him. Dumb. Oh my god, that was the best piece of live television oh I've god. ever seen. For those of you who don't know, Dave Navarro is doing the season finale of this tattoo show. Ink Master. Ink Masters, and he's hooked. Like his he's doing suspension, which is when you hang from hooks in your skin. Mm-hmm. And he's got all these hooks in his back and he comes flying in like this is gonna be the coolest thing ever. I'm doing <laughs> suspension. I'm a bad motherfucker. But like <laughs> the rig he's suspended on, and it's so delicate because it's like in his back that they can't like control it. So he just just comes into frame like I am amazing and then slowly spins out <laughs> and then he's looking away and they're like oh fuck the camera can't go around him and he's just not looking there's no way to turn him you don't want to pull his him back is just facing the audience <laughs> for 90% of the live show and they don't know what to do and he's still in the pose of the my crucifix name, my name's Dave Navarro and I am very confused <laughs> <laughs> he just slowly glides out of oh frame. Oh my god! Poor guy. I love Didn't think that. that one through. Dave Navarro's my Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> oh my god! I'm anyway. I'm thinking about Dave Navarro. <laughs> Stop. I can't. So it's not Dave Navarro. <laughs> LDS, the Latter Day Saints. Um, also so many weird connections, like what do they call those synchronicities, synchronicities. There's so many weird synchronicities in this, the story of Mormonism Mm -hmm. and my life as well. Yeah. Was it, isn't, uh, Joseph Smith from Long Island? Joseph Smith is from Sacramento, but. Or no, 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 no. Joseph Smith is from New York and, um, Warren Jeffs is from Sacramento. Oh, okay. But, okay, so get, okay, here we go. So, um, I have the church's official website. So, December 23rd, 1805, Joseph Smith is born to his parents, um, Joseph Smith Sr. and Lucy Mac Smith in Vermont, which is the first synchronicity. Mm-hmm. That's where my grandmother lives. Okay. In Vermont. She ran from New York City. To Vermont. To Vermont. Like you do. It's Vermont yeah. or Florida. Yeah. So spring of 1820, um, mm-hmm. Joseph Smith has his first vision. And he, in New York, um, in Manchester Township, he believes that God and Jesus at the same time. Yeah. Both. The two separate people. Two father separate people, and son. There. They come and visit him in a grove. And they tell him... Don't they say... Isn't the Holy Spirit also there? He comes later. Okay. There's an order. Um, So when he was 14 when this happened and God and Jesus visited him in the woods and said that they wanted to... They wanted him to create the true church. Yeah. It's a me, a God. (laughs) God damn it. Are you gonna do it? (laughs) My true church. (laughs) 
You, uh, you like, build. You sound like beauty plot. I don't know. That's so weird. <laughs> um, okay. So September 21st and September 22nd of 1823, the angel Moroni mm-hmm. visits Joseph Smith. And for anyone who has seen a Mormon church or is in Salt Lake, it's the little gold dude. The little gold yeah, guy. With the trumpet? With the trumpet. Yeah. Moroni. I don't know what his deal is. I just know names. We're not here to talk about He's him. He's way into the trumpet. I, I think he's an something. archangel. Who by knows the way. what he's about? So he's the one who um, is like, "Yo, you're gonna be writing the Book of Mormon." Yeah, and there's and these <laughs> gold plates buried in a nearby hill, and if you dig up these gold plates, like you're gonna have the true the text to the true church. I love. And then, by the way, every time that you see Moroni, he's like this buff like shredded dude Mm -hmm. and he's like an archangel or whatever and it's just like why if i was joseph smith i'd have been like you had why didn't you write them Mm -hmm. and then Marone, i'd be Mm -hmm. like i can fucking read are you saying i can't (laughs) read and he's like no literally no one said that just why don't you bring me them and he's like i can fucking read bro (laughs) i could write them if i wanted i just don't want to i think you should fucking have to do it and he's like does god know about this and moroni's like i can read and then just leaves (laughs) don't ask any more questions about this but i for sure can read 100%. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Firstly, uh, Moroni illiterate confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. <laughs> it's an illiterate so. angel that can't write the book himself. <laughs> That's how, <laughs> like, it actually, like, <laughs> the Mormons are the only right church, and it's only because an angel lied on their resume about being literate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I just love the idea of Joseph being like, okay, so you can read? Spell <laughs> what? Read this. And he's just like, apples. And he's like, it says glasses. <laughs> that guy's like, fuck, I just guessed apple because there was an apple in the room. <laughs> I can see that you did that, Moroni. <laughs> so sad. Well, I feel like that's also foreshadowing this um, conspiracy theory that we've now confirmed as fact. Yeah. That the angel Moroni is illiterate. Yeah. Um, because our good old buddy Warren Jeffs will be a big fan of illiteracy. So, oh, will he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to be illiterate so, like the Mormon angels. You have to. The Catholics can read. That's why they didn't want anyone to read for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then the Mormons are just like... Our angels are the fucking loser ones that ended up in the Americas hanging out because they can't read. There's a whole other side story to like the lore of Mormons and like it has something to do with like Hebrews and like the original. Do you not know the story of how they got over here? In like some sort of There's like a dad. Yeah, and they take over his, like, estate, and then he goes and gets, like, a bow, and he murders some guy, and they get some, like, stones or something. There's a lot of stones that are powerful in this. A lot of infinity-style, like, Thanos-type shit. very much. He gets all these Israelis together, and he's like, we got to get out of here, which is, by the way, is something Israelis are not known for doing at all. Even after the Diaspora, half of everyone was like, I think we'll just stay. Yeah, we'll stick it out. Yeah, so... 
they leave, and then God's like, you can get to this new place, uh, and uh, here's how you'll do it. And then he, he they put him in a submarine, mm-hmm. and then there's like a, a stone that lights up the inside of the submarine, and so they ride in the submarine to the United States. And that's how the original Mormons came to the United States. Yes. They rode I mean, in a submarine. They rode in a submarine. They were actually Jews. Yeah. So American Indians are Jews. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, that, that's what, yeah, obviously. Obviously. Because of how Asian they don't look. Mm-hmm. There's no way that they came here when there was a land bridge from Asia. There's no way. They definitely came from... A submarine near, powered by God. They definitely came here from the Near East. Mm-hmm. They're Greek and Israeli. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're clearly Israeli people yeah. who got in a submarine powered by God. Well, and do they you know? Came here. Do you know what they say when you're like, "Well, but how come they're dark skinned and they look Asian? Like, mm-hmm. how come American Indians look very closely related to like Mongol people mm-hmm. and and uh, steppe people? And how come they behave like steppe people? And how come their cultures are similar to steppe? They'll be like, "Oh, well, that's because they don't have white skin because God cursed them." Yeah. Because so the good ones are white yeah. and the bad one, the dark skin is like a a mark of your curse. Yeah. So the black people Cain. are the descendants of Cain, and then brown people in the United States are descendants of the Lamanites. I want to say lame. I could be way. I know that's what Moroni named them. Yeah. Oh, they're lame. They're, lame. <laughs> they're like the ones who are like, you can't fucking read Moroni. We know. And call them the lames. They're super lame. <laughs> Yo, dog. You know it's so uncool to bully someone about how they can't read. <laughs> You guys are <laughs> and they're like, why don't you learn? You live forever. And he's like, why don't you mind your fucking business, loser? <laughs> so uh, they're the Lamanites. So, like, you're, you're so good at this. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, in between the time. So, like, Moroni just shows up to be like, this is going to happen. And then, like, you know. Yeah, he says you're going to find the golden plates. Yeah. And then um, Joseph Smith marries Emma Hale. Who mm-hmm. is underrated. She's the only one. She's the one who, who eventually. She questioned it. Yeah. She was the first person to be like, what do you mean I can't see the fucking plates? Like she. Yeah, she which is so interesting that he didn't just have his wife in on it. Like, yeah. tell her what you're going to do and yeah. then be a team. But he was so, th- it just go- goes to show, like, what an egomaniac th- he was. Yeah. He he clearly was like, God, I need to fuck more people than this lady. Mm-hmm. And if this lady's going to let me do it, she needs to believe that I talk to God. Mm-hmm. This is all, the power all by the way, all of this goes right back to Joseph Smith's dick. Yeah, at 100%, it's absolutely Joseph, Joseph Smith's dick. It's like... Rather than, like, have a mistress situation where she, like, shows up and, like, cusses out the wife and, like, splits up the family and, like, he's, like, lying to her, like, yeah, I'm going to leave her for you, but, like, never will, you know? Rather than have that situation, he was like, it's 1827. I'll just make my own fucking religion where I can have minimum three wives. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Literally every religious character in this book is Joseph Smith in the forest by himself dressing his penis up as a different person mm-hmm. and talking to it. Yeah. For real. I'm an angel. <laughs> Marona. It's just like a little beard <laughs> yeah. on his penis. You know, and there's like a little, he drew some eyes yeah. on there. I'd like to think he like grew out his pubes. Yeah. There's a little just hat. Just to cut them into yeah. a Fu Manchu. Oh my God. God, I didn't even see you there. <laughs> <Hi>. Hello. 
I'm not your penis. Yeah, your voice is correct. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot what God yeah, sounded like. Clearly, uh, Italian Borat, <laughs> obviously. Italian Borat. Um, so then, September 22nd, 1827, Joseph Smith finally obtains the golden plates from Moroni and um, puts them in a hat. And because they're like seeing plates, like, yeah. s- and so he puts No them one else can look at them. No, no, that's why he puts them in the top yes, hat. Yes, exactly. He puts them in a top hat. By the way, how big are these golden plates? Tiny, apparently? Very tiny. You have to assume, because there's but like, like three, But like, how right? much is written on there? They said it's in like hieroglyphics. Yeah, yeah. I just love the idea that. Do you know what it is? Moroni was God sent Moroni down, and he and God was like, "You must write the Bible. (laughs) You give to Smith." And then Moroni was like, "No, dog, I got this." And then he gets down, and he's like, "I can't fucking." read though <laughs> and so he's like oh no dude i know and he fucking just draws pictures of what he thinks it should be mm-hmm. and then he just fucking gives joseph smith a stone and he's like guess write it out and guess and if you fucking tell god about this i'll be back here <laughs> i'll take all your fucking wives so it's literally just hieroglyphics and by hieroglyphics i mean moroni drawing pictures of what he thinks no. the stories a are a bird and a yeah. sun just a big yeah. Very elementary. Yeah. This is a happy bird. <laughs> this is a football. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's just like, this is my six pack. This is my six pack again. <laughs> He's fucking Moroni. <laughs> so he draws pictures on these plates and he gives Joseph Smith a seer stone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the seer stone is like what you use to translate heavy quotation marks. It's like, you know, in the 90s, you got those magazines that were coded. Mm, hell and yeah. And it came with one of the like little, I used to what have, do you call that? They yeah. came with like glasses you like put red. on. It's like yeah. red. So you can only read it if it's, I used to get like um, a uh, a monthly puzzle pack that where I was like a detective and mm-hmm. I had to solve all the puzzles and I would send it back in. And if I got all the puzzles and solved like a murder mystery, mm-hmm. and if I solved all the mysteries, uh, they would send me something at the end of the year. It was like a scholastic thing. Mm-hmm. And I had like a little fedora when I was a kid. Of course you did. It was like hidden. And I would like pull it out and put it on and I would like become Dick Tracy in my mind. And I didn't uh-huh. want my brothers to know I had. So I would do the puzzles by myself and like solve the mystery. And like in my mind, I was full on mystery. So like I watched a lot of Dick Tracy and Roger Rabbit and I was like a pulp detective. Yep. It was one of my favorite things when I was a kid. Yeah. Not surprised at all yeah. by any of this. <laughs> it was Not cool. Not even in the slightest bit. But yeah, I remember getting those. So it was like that. You get like the little seeing. Anyway. By so the way, I, you, I, uh, they weren't sent to me. They were sent to a neighbor. I would steal them from the neighbor <laughs> before he kid. would get them. So I was a detective and a thief. I was a dirty cop. Nice. I was like a Chicago police officer. <laughs> Chicago police officer. I didn't officer get in, in the, the 40s. I didn't yeah, give a fuck. I was going like the 1920s. <laughs> uh, just working for the mob. So, yeah. Um, he There's a whole story with the golden plates and like writing it out. And then everyone being, his wife being like, I think you're lying. And then he basically well, has a temper tantrum and rips it up. And is like, well, now I have to do it again. He What he would do is he would look in, he literally look into the hat with his whole face. Like a crazy person. So he would put the plates in the hat, 
no one's allowed to see the plates. He gets his friend and he's like, hey, buddy, I need you to listen to me. I'm going to translate these. Oh, and he lets his brother like touch them. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you can't look, but you can put your hand in. You yeah, can yeah. And he's like, well, because Moroni doesn't want anyone to know he can't read. So that's why it's all these rules are here. elaborate fucking. So he's just in there like trying to translate them and he's afraid to rat on Moroni because Moroni will kill him. And mm-hmm. so he reads the Book of Mormon to this guy and then his wife, after he reads the whole thing, the guy translates the whole Book of Mormon. It has to take a, quite a long time. Mm-hmm. His wife is like, well, if that was real, I'm go- or that guy's wife is like, well, if that was real, I'm going to hide this. Yeah, redo it. Read, yeah, redo, redo it, it, bitch, and make Prove it exact. It. Prove and it. then Joseph Smith is like, I can't fucking make it exact. I don't know what Moroni means by drawing pie, a football, and then a set of tits. Mm-hmm. So I have to redo this completely. That and means we don't work on Sundays. Sundays mm-hmm. are for the boys. And then so that, <laughs> <laughs> Sundays are for the boys. So that's when he's like, uh, okay, that well played, but also God's so mad that you showed your wife the book that you translated for me. He's making me re-read it from different plates yep. that aren't as good. Yep. And like, and everyone's like, "Okay, buddy, sure thing, yeah. Joey." Fucking, uh huh. Completely yeah. the dumbest shit in the world. So, but for some and reason, people buy that. That's the thing. For some reason, it, after all of that bullshit, after like, honestly, the South Park representation of the Book of Mormon is one hundred percent accurate. It almost does it more justice than it should. Yeah. Like, like it's so yeah. accurate. Like it's it's not even ridiculous enough yeah. about how real it like was. Like the all the music as they like go dumb, through the towns, like dum 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 dum. Like it is so ridiculous that after they were proven, it's proven to be bullshit time after time again, and people are just like, you know what, doubling down, doubling down on this. So anyway, one of the main things that we know about the LDS religion at this time is the three-wife minimum. Is that the minimum? Minimum. Yeah, you got to have a lot of ladies in this club. Ladies get in free. Yeah, ladies get in full free. And so it's a three-wife minimum. (laughs) (laughs) Then all, most, the majority of um, the LDS members of the church at this point practice polygamy as a commandment from God because the three, if you have three wives, at least you reach the highest level in heaven Yeah, and they believe in the planets. They believe like for every wife and family, they get a planet. Yeah. And so after it's like every wife gets her own planet afterwards. So she's like, Oh shit. So then like you want all those planets, all those wives, all those children, all the baptisms for the dead, so you can basically be the ruler of your own universe. Well, God is a person who did that already. Yeah. So Their it's version like, of God is a person who was a regular guy that did everything he was supposed to, that got a planet. Our planet is a planet. He got, he has a wife, the heavenly mother that they never talk about. Yeah. And the reason they say they don't mention her isn't sexism. The reason you never hear about heavenly mother is because God's very sensitive. He doesn't want you to say anything about her. She is second greatest prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. (laughs) (laughs) You fuck. Good one. I just love the idea of God of the God being like telling Moroni, he's like, go down, tell them have good time, uh, love each other, don't do anything mean. It's okay to be gay. And then Moroni gets down and he can't read and he's some douche jock and he's like, listen, you gotta smash 
pussy. We're smashing so much pussy down here. <laughs> Three wives minimum. No fucking butt stuff. You all heard me. I can read. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, fucking goddamn it. That's 100%. Yeah. It all makes sense now. So, um... Shock to no one, um, Joseph Smith was hot-headed and often fought non-Mormons who challenged his views and called him out on the religion because, granted, the people of the time, the people in the 1820s were like, you know what, uh, I think this guy's full of fucking shit. And yeah. they were not afraid to call him out constantly. Yeah. But... That only because like when you're dealing with that level of crazy and then you have the majority of resistance, it's like what's happening in our current presidency. Yeah. It just validates them that they're on the right track. It's also there's a certain point where you get so crazy that you come out of being crazy and back into being normal because people are like it's so much that it's there's it, there has to be something to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a there's a certain amount of crazy where you can get where people are like, okay, well fuck that. Yeah. That's just insane. Yeah. Like I feel like Jehovah's Witnesses usually fall that people are just like, what? No. No birthdays? Why? We can't get behind that. Yeah, but then when you go so crazy that you're just like fucking American Indians are Jews. Uh, fucking, there's a guy that talks to God. Once we were allowed to fuck a lot of ladies, but now we don't. Your family gets a planet. And then the people are just like, whoa, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Could be. We don't know. So, um, because Joseph Smith was fighting everybody all the time, um, the Mormons were, um, constantly on the move. And in 18, which just like, again, falls into those typical stories of like how bullshit religions become legitimized, you know, it's like we, we as a society force them out or like you're fucking insane, but that only like validates them on their own, like personal trail of tears into legitimacy. If you living here in Utah, we have so many listeners that don't live here in Utah now. So we live in Salt Lake city. Mm -hmm. uh, And there's so many like actual Mormons when I was growing up, even especially in the small town I lived in, we're like, uh, Mormons were more persecuted than Jews. We were kicked out of everywhere we ever tried to live before we came to Utah. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, because yeah. you were you had you were fucking uh, a twenty year old, a nineteen year old, and then some guy caught you trying to fuck his twelve year old daughter yeah. on top of that. No, for real. And they're like, no, 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 it's okay. He was married to her, and you're like, not okay. Yeah, it's not never okay. okay. Never Don't okay. fuck kids. Don't. Don't do it. So, um, eighteen thirty nine. Joseph Smith and the Mormons show up to Commerce, Illinois. Um, for some fucking reason, we'll just say that they were they became the majority population there. He was elected town's mayor. Yeah, isn't he, that which is horrific? Like, great, just like that one cult that took over that town in Oregon. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking on the name, but yes, uh, the Netflix special just came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, they cha- he changed the town's name to Nauvoo, which means beautiful place in Hebrew. Just really solidifying those Jewish ties. Yeah. To the home country. By the way, this whole time he claims he can read Egyptian hieroglyphics. He can't read. Yeah, no. I don't think anyone can read. In this <laughs> story. No one can read, but no he's like, I can read ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics. No, he can't. Though. He can't. No, no yeah. he absolutely he can't. At one point, 
um, I think the Natural History Museum of Chicago got a hold of a star. This is back during the golden era of exploration, what I wouldn't give. This is my favorite time period of all time. It's the Old West. People are also exploring the pyramids and shit. Fuck. I just, anyway, I want to be a cowboy who also explores the Amazon River and goes to Egypt and flies planes. You want to be like Indiana Jones? I do! Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right before the Pulp Fiction era, like in that that like 1880s to 1920s block of time, doesn't matter. So they, adventurers, get a sarcophagus or whatever, like fucking full on like King Tut's Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. And they, and they're like parading it around the United States, you know, letting people see it, educating people, which is actually good on them. And they brought it to Joseph and they were like, translate this Tell us what it fucking says dog. yeah if you fucking if you can do it say what it says and then joseph can't tip his hat that he does it so he just like made up some shit mm-hmm. and then later on archaeologists when actually they get the rosetta stone and they yeah. translate it and it's like they joseph really, smith is a punk bitch yeah they really did translate it and it wasn't like whatever moroni said it was like smash pussy no butt stuff yeah 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 no butts ever. Go, go Niners. It was yeah, insane yeah, yeah. that he was predicting the 49ers. Make sure he's just like, work the balls equally with the shaft. <laughs> what? So, yeah, fuck Moroni. <laughs> I'm really starting to hate that guy. Yeah. So they, uh, anyway, that was like a, a very, they disproved, I mean, that disproves Mormonism well, right there, but what are you going to do? Like, all tea, all shade. So, like, every single day, the Mormon church is proved to be wrong scientifically and factually. Yeah. 100%. I'm not even saying that to be a cunt. If it's your shit and it, you don't hurt anyone with it, then do you. But like, we can't skip around that. There's proof that all your shit is fucking bullshit. Yeah, like, it's yeah. just, it's just what it is. But there's anyway, s- there's scientific proof that no one can actually prove that Jesus was real, mm-hmm. but people will up and down be like, no, no, there is proof. And you're like, show me. And mm-hmm. there's not, but we have definitive proof that submarines did not take the Jews to North America. Yeah. It's much, e- it's, <laughs> I will it's much easier <laughs> to go. argue that a guy named Jesus existed. Yeah. Than a it guy is named to- Jesus probably existed. And in that time period, and he looked like a Muslim, so, like, get your shit together, y'all. <laughs> anyway. I mean, there were lots of false prophets back then. So yeah, there probably wasn't... Me and Joseph There Smith. probably wasn't an actual Jesus the way people think he existed. There was... It's He's probably an amalgamation of different stories by different yeah, people. Yeah, and his name and was Jesus, and he was a <laughs> carpenter. <laughs> anyway, okay, so... Um, apparently, you can't just go and change the name of a city in Illinois... Um, because people will get mad. Um, the surrounding towns and other groups of townspeople who were like obviously not Mormon um, began to think that Joseph Smith and the Mormons were gaining too much power, which yeah. like, they kind of, yeah, they just came into this city, overpopulated, took over the government at the smallest level and then to the highest level. Yeah. And then we're just like, now we're changing the name. We're, you know, like we're going to make the official religion Mormonism and everyone's like, bro, what the fuck? You can't just do that. Yeah. So, um, 1844, 14 years after coming out as a religion, mm-hmm. a group of non-Mormons attacked Nauvoo in an attempt to reclaim it from Joseph Smith. Attacked it like... Like militia style. Oh, cool. Militia style. Um, and... Hostile takeover. Yeah. And then, um, 
Joseph Smith used his Mormon militia to protect the city. Yeah, clearly. Um, and he and his brother were arrested for treason and destruction of public property. By the way, a lot of people think like, oh my God, they were so persecuted. This was so, 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 so fucking common at the time. Uh, it was wildly common for towns to go to war with each other, for families to go to war with each other who had lots of influence. Um, Billy the Kid was really popular because of two ranchers who fought an actual literal war against each other. Mm -hmm. And Billy the Kid took part in that war. Like uh, a lot of Old West stories center around like ranchers and the railroads and different people fighting massive battles yeah. against each other. So yeah. this isn't just like some one-off thing where people are like persecuting Mormons. No. No, this was the fucking... This was how the times went back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is just what happens when you don't have the fucking internet. Yeah. If you can't tweet, people are coming to your town purge style yeah. all the time. Yeah. It, that shit just happens. Yeah. No, that's for so, real. I mean, this shit was happening all the way up until, like, literally the 1920s, till after the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. You know? It, if uh, you had a no problem, rules. got taken care I of. I grew up in a place, like, where it was just like, you know what? What are even rules? Yeah. So. If you don't like it, fix it. And that's what the whole entire state of Illinois really said. Really do-it-yourself type vibes. Yeah. And so, um, Joseph Smith and his brother are in, are in jail, right, for treason. Yes. And um, word got out to the townspeople, and they were like, hey, fuck this guy waiting for trial. Let's not. Let's fuck him up right now. As they did back As, then. Yes. All the fucking time. Because, like, just, you also have to think, like, Joseph Smith is super fucking scummy. Like... The Mormons, current day Mormons, tried to explain what Joseph Smith and Brigham Young did in um, having like sister wives, specifically younger sister wives. They tried to justify it by saying like famine and disease and, and they war. were doing it to protect. The yeah, women. they were protecting women. They were marrying these um, thirteen-year-old girls because they needed to protect them. They needed to be, you know what I mean? Whatever. They didn't have anyone, and that's all fucking bullshit. Yeah. These dudes were going across the country scooping up women who were helpless because they were literal children and they're marrying them and raping them and impregnating them and populating their bullshit ass religion. There's no excuse. There's no famine, war, poverty that makes it okay yeah, you're not for a 48 year old man to marry and consummate a marriage with a fucking 12 year old girl. Yeah. You, you can't protect people from just what life is like back then. Mm -hmm. They're just like, we're protecting them from famine. It's like fucking how yeah. everyone deals yeah. with that. We're protecting them from war. Oh really? Also, we live in the 1800s. Technically world war one is happening right then at that point, mm -hmm. the fucking seven years war, uh, and the French and Indian war, Wait, no, no. This is a little after. Anyway, major wars have happened. Also, like, the idea that you have to marry marry these children, you can just be a father figure. You can just adopt them as your daughter and raise them as a child, but you are choosing to marry them so you can have sex with them because yes. you're a fucking yeah. pedophile. Yeah, yeah. So, naturally, Joseph Smith's doing this, preaching this, preaching um, polygamy, 
minimum three wives bullshit across the United States. He hits Illinois, which is not that far in from New York. And they're like, we can't. Let's cut this shit the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, um, my child brides, are their feet hurt. Yeah. They're so tired. So this, um, like, townspeople, it's not even militia. It's literal townspeople. It's families coming to just yell at, like, the constable. Like, they're coming there to protest Joseph Smith being given a fair trial. They're not even coming there to hurt him. It's literally the people of the town. It's not a militia. They're just mad that this man is in the jail being treated like a citizen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's modern-day Twitter. Let's yeah. just fucking get it done. So Let's not even think about it. Except for, in this case, they're right. Yeah. And um, <laughs> some LDS members found out that, like, this like argument was going on in front of the courthouse and they snuck Joseph Smith a gun for protection. So this is where the story gets, uh, it forks depending on who you believe. Wait, is, is this the end of Joseph Smith? This is about to be the end of Joseph. Smith. So you passed over all the parts where they go to Utah and stuff. No, Joseph Smith doesn't come to Utah. He never makes it to Utah. Joseph Smith dies in Illinois. Oh, Brigham Young picks up in Illinois and drops to Utah. Oh, Joseph okay. Smith created the religion and died in Illinois, um, trying to move the religion. Brigham Young. When does he get? So he got tarred and feathered already, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Through so this, literally, Joseph Smith has been tarred and feathered through like city halls because so, he's a fucking. Loon. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Not only are you fucking thirteen, you're a child bride. Now you have to lose your virginity to a guy who looks like a chicken. Yeah. Oh. Summer day. Come on. That's a terrible Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> him and his—I actually know this story fairly well. So him and his brother are in a jail. Mm-hmm. They're with one other guy. They sneak Joseph Smith a six shooter. Mm-hmm. They, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a navy, uh, a navy pistol or whatever. So they, the mob comes. They're trying to grab him. They start shooting through the door. Joseph. So this is this is your uh, who shot first scenario. The Mormons will say that it was the mob attacking Joseph Smith. Mm-hmm. History books and like text of the time and what like the jailer wrote and what the actual stories will say is that Joseph Smith took the gun out and started shooting into the crowd. Yeah. He kills two people. He kills two people. They, and then they and it st- starts they, a whole thing. They go, uh, apparently according to the story, they shot through a door. There's like a door and it has like a little, a sliding hole. So you can see into the cell and like they basically they knock on it and Joseph Smith's brother is like, Oh hey, the mob wants to have a conversation with us and puts his face into the door and they just blow Joseph Smith's brother's face out completely. Just blew his face out. Mm-hmm. Gone. Bye. No more face. Yeah. Dead. One shot. And then and then two people died. And then um the guy there's one more guy, he's the Mormon who gave the eyewitness account. Heavy quotations. Yeah. He's whacking people with a stick, being like, Hey, knock it off. And then he looks over and Joseph Smith is just jumping out of a window, leaving him mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. And then they shot Joseph Smith in the back twice mm-hmm. as he was leaping out the window. And then he falls out the window, Western movie style. Good on him. My favorite way to, to watch out. someone die. Yeah. yeah. Falls out the window. Oh, my God. I got to replay Red Dead Redemption. Falls out the window, <laughs> lands on the ground, is dead. Mm-hmm. It's very unceremonious. Yeah. Um, very unceremonious. But unfortunately, just like the persecution of them even trying to make a religious movement, 
the death of Joseph Smith makes him a martyr for the Mormons. Yeah. Like, if they weren't solidified and being persecuted and chased out of every fucking state they were in, this is what did it. Honestly, I almost feel like there's a chance that if Joseph Smith had stayed alive... Because Brigham Young, who takes over, mm-hmm. he or like God, he takes the cell phone to God, and God's like, "You aren't the other guy." Mm-hmm. And then and Brigham Young's like, "No, I'm not. That other guy got shot in the back a whole bunch of times and fell out a window." And God's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "I've got stuff to do." Uh, and then he leaves, and he's just like leaves Brigham Young in charge. But Brigham Young is more like a, a fucking. He's more of a bureaucrat. Yeah. He he's really got his wits about him in terms of like government and he's also much more willing to compromise. He's locked Sometimes. in. He, but but more than Joseph Smith. Well, the thing about Brigham Young is that he lasted longer than Joseph Smith did in the religion and when it got to the end when by I the s- time that Brigham Young made it to Utah, he was a different fucking man. He was an evil man. Well, yeah, Brigham Young is a horrible I when I say compromise, I meant with the government. Oh, no, 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 no. No, Brigham Young Brigham dies. Young nope. founded Fillmore, where I grew up, which is named after President Millard Fillmore in an effort to make that the capital of Utah to curry favor with the United States government so they would give Utah statehood and stop making it a in territory. 1890, Wilford Woodford, who was the fourth LDS president, is the one who made the agreements to get Utah statehood. Brigham Young died a fucking bitter old dude in 1877, still fighting against the government. But he was trying. Because they had the Mountain Meadows Massacre. Yeah, but he still tried to he he wanted We're Utah to become a state. There. He wanted you Utah to become to a state. Relax. Well, I just I grew up in the old capital of Utah that Brigham Young founded only specifically to try and convince Millard Fillmore, the president at the time, to grant Utah statehood because the they were afraid they were going to lose to the um, settlers and the Indians at the time. Brigham Young wanted Utah to be a state. Brigham Young was not cooperating with the government. Yes. Those two things can be real. You That's, could yes. So anyway, here we are. Joseph Smith. They dead. had legit fears that Utah was going to be an actual country where they would put all the Native Americans and then they would just kill the Mormons because the government didn't care. Yeah. Almost a better idea than what happened. <laughs> Almost. So Joseph Smith's dead. Brigham Young declares himself the new prophet almost immediately after Joseph Smith um, announced as deceased. Um, and Brigham Young is charismatic. He yeah, is yeah. charming. His sermons are easy to follow, which makes him naturally popular. Yeah, he's the bureaucrat guy. Yeah. He's just like, he, he's like, a, no, he's not going off on like weird tangents, you know? Yeah. In, in he's the first, well, there's only been two. Joseph Smith was too busy also, trying to like be like child brides are cool. Brigham Young is the first leader to um, kind of like start the community and togetherness and full trust into the church, like doctrine that and, the and Mormons are so known for. Yes, during all of this, during everything we said before, during Joseph Smith taking all the Mormons he had in New York and going to this new place, naming it Nauvoo, during all of that, they've been sending people to London trying to get Mormonism going in London. And get people to come from London to the United States to be Mormons. Yeah, the which Mormons, is a weird thing. Yeah, and Joseph Smith weird... had sent his wives, some of his wives, as mm. missionaries during that time. And one of them goes rogue. 
Good. The good youngest call. one. And she writes a book about him, she's actually. She's like, Joseph Smith's a fucking cuck. Yeah, yeah. She's a so, bad bitch. Um, under Brigham Young, the church starts to slowly separate into two types of members. You have the quiet, devoted ones, and then the um, fundamentalists. By the way, who absorbed... Didn't someone absorb Joseph Smith's wives? Isn't that how it worked? Yeah. Like, if a guy died, then, like, the wives were, like, paired out to everyone? Yeah, yeah they're spread amongst... Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Brigham Young took some of Joseph Smith's wives. I feel like this is a good place to end as we go towards Brigham Young leading everyone to Utah. We're going to stop at Brigham Young? Yeah. Man, I expected to get a lot deeper. We didn't. We had a I lot of Moroni ex- I expected us to end. Um, so, uh, like, I ended today's outline on um, the rise of Warren Jeffs. Oh. And we haven't even gotten to Utah yet. So yeah, yeah. that's not fucking happening. Also, I'm adding a bit that you don't know about, about one of my favorite cowboys whose name was Porter Rockwell, who's a hard-drinking, complete fucking maniac that was friends with Brigham Young and Joseph Smith. But, like, he wasn't a Mormon. He was just this murderer. <laughs> Good. that they hung out with and mm-hmm. like they were too afraid to like get rid of and he he did a lot of cool cowboy stuff he also is the cowboy credited with the most like kills besides the there's a guy uh the mad creek uh mad creek jack i think was his name but he killed a, he killed like an entire tribe of native americans by himself yikes yeah, they killed his wife and he lost his mind and he ate them. Oh. Yeah, he was a cannibal. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they ate his they killed his wife um while he was like gone working and then he came back and he was like, "Oh, everyone in the world has to die now." Yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't even being racist. He was just like, "I have to kill everybody." Yeah. Just all of the people everywhere because he went full on Punisher. Except for bad Punisher. I mean, he murdered a lot of a, a lot of people, and he and people were like, "Oh, he eats people too." Well, yeah. What else are you gonna do with him? Hey, I could. See, I mean, I see where he's coming from. I get that. You're trying to live in a cabin, come home and your wife's dead. You're like, I gotta start eating people. You gotta start killing and eating everyone. Well, if she's not gonna make me my food, what am I supposed to do? Starve. Gotta eat some people. Yeah, got to. Yeah, he was a crazy person. Anyway, I'll look more into that. But Porter Rockwell's. An interesting piece of Mormon uh, culture. Mormon adjacent. He well, but he's deep into it. He's a, a major part of, of. But he's not a Mormon. But he defends Salt Lake. He's a huge piece of the puzzle. But he's not Mormon. Yeah. And it's so funny that um, there are like restaurants here in Salt Lake and alcohol brands named after him. He's the terrifying looking guy that looks like if Rasputin lifted weights and murdered more. Is he on the Porter's Fire bottle? Yeah, of whiskey? that's him, Porter. That's oh. Porter Rockwell. Anyway, Porter, Porter, Porter Fire Whiskey is the fucking best Don't whiskey. look him up. Let me tell you about so him. It's good. Fun. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah. Anything you want to add before we go? I guess we Man, are Man, the Mormons are on the way. We're going to do like three or four this episodes. This is going to be so long. People will love it. Oh, my God. This is going to be very many episodes. Well, we didn't. We barely got to bring him You down. haven't even heard of the character I've planned for the Holy Ghost, so. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right, everyone. Uh, Hail Satan? Hail fucking Satan.